In Parshat Shmot, we have one of the most enigmatic stories in the Torah. And I'm going to attempt to offer a window to understand the meaning of this story. God has chosen Moshe Rabbeinu to be the redeemer of the Jewish people. And when he's on his way to Egypt, we have this pasuk, And it came to pass in the place where they spent the night that God confronted Moshe and he wanted to kill him. Why did Moshe want, why did God want to kill Moshe? Rashi makes two, offers two explanations. One is that because he tarried in the Malon, he tarried in this dwelling place. And two, because he did not circumcise his son. We know from the next Pasuk, the connection to circumcision is that Zipporah, his wife, took a stone and circumcised her son. And the incident comes to closure. Um, I think that the key to understanding the deeper meaning of the story is to, we're going to take a, I'm going to take you into the symbolic meaning of Brit Milah, um, removing the Orla, and also the connection between that and Moshe Rabbeinu, who is Aral Svatayim, the same language. Moshe Rabbeinu is of uncircumcised lips. Um, before we look at that, I would also like you to understand that Moshe Rabbeinu resisted nonetheless than five different times. God wanted him to go, but he resisted five different times. Um, before he finally went. Now we're going to take a look at the meaning, the symbolic meaning of Brit Milah. Um, Brit Milah, which I discussed at length in another podcast about Avraham Avinu, if you want to hear more about it, here I will summarize. The inner meaning of a Brit Milah is to remove the, to remove the foreskin is to remove a blockage, to remove and to say that God is really the source of life. That is the symbolic meaning of the, the, of removing the foreskin. The foreskin blocks the source of life and the removal of it is removing to reveal that the source of Shefa, the source of abundance and life comes from God. Um, this is the meaning, this is why Jews are commanded to reveal God in the hidden world as being the source of life. How is this connected to Moshe Rabbeinu being Aral Sfatayim? Um, Moshe Rabbeinu himself has a blockage he has a difficulty communicating. That's related also by the notion that he hesitates. He resists five different times. He has no problem talking to God. He can communicate with God, but to go and redeem the people, he's got a whole long list of excuses. Um, I also related to this lengthy in an, in, in an article in Lair House where I wrote about, um, I explained in detail why Moshe Rabbeinu is a hesitant leader, the emergence of a hesitant leader. Moshe Rabbeinu is hesitant. The Meshilach of Mordechai Yosef of Ishbitz gives an explanation for his, his resistance. is not because he doesn't want to help the Jewish people. His resistance is because Moshe Rabbeinu is an Ish Emet, who lowered Salika Nesbotachalam Shel Sheker. He does not want to enter into a world of falsehood, into a world of Sheker. We know from him in the beginning of this week's parsha that what does he do? He sees a Mitzri, an Egyptian, harming a Jew, and he hits him and he kills him. He acts. He is a person of Mishpat, of Dean, of Law. Um, clearly not with due process and a legal process. That's something he's going to have to learn. But that process is hard for him. He doesn't, he resists entering into that world of Sheker. But not entering, not being willing to enter into the world, to become, to enter into the world of Paro, into the world of falsehood, into the world of, of having to navigate and be a politician is uh, sometimes that's what's necessary. And that's what God is asking him to do. So I like to understand the Aral Sfataim, the Orla, Moshe Rabbeinu has a blockage. His lips are 
uncircumcised, meaning the message that he has from God is within him, but it is blocked. Moshe Rabbeinu is actually, he is the spokesperson. He's the lips. When he opens up his lips and he removes that blockage, he is the spokesperson for God. And as long as he withholds that, then he is withholding God's message and he's causing the Jewish people, he's the continuation of the Jewish people's suffering. Um, symbolically, I believe that this is the meaning of him not circumcising his son or potential understanding, not circumcising um, his son. The Sefer Hayashar interestingly says that the son that he didn't circumcise is not his, is his, not his second son, the one who was most recently born Eliezer, but rather Gershom, his first son, fascinating support to what I'm speaking about. Him not doing circumcision, as I'm suggesting, is withholding and not revealing God as being a source of life. So um, you could say, while it may good may while it may be on the one hand very important to be cautious, we of course need to seek for balance, um, and sometimes withholding is dangerous. Shabbat shalom.